Um, I'm supposed to be preaching on Acts, um, but I'm going to do something a little bit different. Um, so this is kind of more spontaneous and in the moment. Um, and I just want to open Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 20, uh, verse 9. If you've got a Bible, you want to turn there. So if you know about the prophet Jeremiah, it does kind of link into Acts. It's not completely distinct, but I just feel like I want to camp here really this morning. So Jeremiah is a prophet who's prophesying to the people of Judah. You know, these are the kind of the, uh, the, the tribes, the 12 tribes of Israel. They split off into two, Israel and, and Judah, in the, Israel in the north, Judah in the south, about 600 years before Christ. And Jeremiah um, prophesies the word of God uh, to the people of Judah. Uh, and he's prophesying, you need to turn back to God. You need to repent. Um, otherwise, judgment is going to come. They've wandered far from God. Uh, they have uh, they've set up idols. They're worshiping false gods. They they're not caring about the things of God, about justice and things like that. And Jeremiah comes with the word of God and says, "You need to repent. You need to turn back to God, and and he'll and his blessing will be upon you. Otherwise, what will happen is that judgment will come, and you'll be taken off into exile. Which, if you know the story of God, you'll know that they are taken off. They don't listen to the prophets, and eventually they're taken off into exile in in Babylon." Um, as Jeremiah and Isaiah and many others had prophesied. But Jeremiah has this really tough time because basically he's rejected. His message is rejected. Um, people are not listening to him. He grows weary of it. Um, he gets persecuted uh, because of it. And he kind of, he's, he's in a bit of a sticky situation really because you know he's, God has told him to go and proclaim a message, yet no one is listening to him. In fact, they're actively rejecting him and they're persecuting him. And so in Jeremiah 20, um, again, he's just faced up to some persecution and he's kind of talking to God and he's like, oh God, this is so hard. Um, and, um, uh, and I'm just going to pick it up in verse eight first. And then I want to really emphasize the land in verse nine. He says, whenever I speak, I cry out, I shout violence and destruction for the word of the Lord has become for me a reproach and derision all day long. Kind of what he says, he kind of like derided for it and he gets reproached and things. But then he says this amazing thing in verse nine, which I really feel like God has led me to this week in two different places. One from a prophetic word from a guy called Jared Cooper, but also another church leader in Swindon mentioned this on a leader's breakfast this morning. Verse nine says this. If I say I will not mention him or speak any more in his name, there is in my heart, as it were, a burning fire shut up in my bones and I am weary with holding it in, and I cannot. If I say I will not mention him or speak any more in his name, there is in my heart, as it were, a burning fire shut up in my bones, and I am weary with holding it in, and I cannot. And I feel like what God is doing with us in this moment is he is giving us a renewed passion and confidence in the gospel of Jesus Christ that as we are at this reset moment and renewal moment for the church we are living in a moment where God is shaking the nations there is this amazing renewal work that God is doing in the church I feel like what God is wanting to say to us today is I want to put in my people a new confidence and passion passion for the gospel and the message of Jesus Christ that we will become in these days, a bit, we're going to, God wants to birth in us a kind of Jeremiah type fire in our hearts where there's a fire and a passion for the gospel, both proclaimed, 
and lived out that it becomes like a fire shut up in a bone in our bones that is that we are weary of holding in that we cannot hold in that many many of the stories that we shared this morning actually that this is an example of what it means to carry fire in our bones for the gospel of Jesus Christ for justice and hope and salvation for people that we carry inside of us and we like Jeremiah we say I'm weary of holding this message in and maybe for, for too long, we felt like we've been nervous or fearful. And I know for one, I don't always find it easy to say to people, Jesus is the one who makes a difference in your life. But maybe for too long, we've held this in. And God says, I want to release my people in these days to be those who feel like there's a fire in our bones for kingdom transformation. There's a fire in our bones to see social justice in our town. There's a fire in our bones to see racial reconciliation where the world longs for it, but lacks the power to achieve it. There's a fire in our bones for young people and their mental health. There's a fire in our bones for our neighbors and our friends and our families where we say we can't hold it in anymore. And we say, well, we're gonna be those who like Jeremiah say, I wanna boldly proclaim the gospel and the message of Jesus Christ. And I want to live it out because the gospel is not just spoken, it's lived out. And I just feel like this morning, God wants to say to us two things. There's one, a renewed confidence in the power of the gospel spoken that actually we're going to find in these days that God gives us the words to say to be those who boldly proclaim, speak out, because the gospel is fundamentally a spoken message, to speak out the message of Jesus Christ in our friends, to our friends, to our family members, to our neighbours, to our work colleagues uh, in different areas. But he's also birthing in us a fresh zeal and passion for justice and mercy and the gospel as a lived out reality that it brings good news to the poor, that it brings good news to the marginalised, that it brings good news to those who are experiencing oppression. And I feel like one of the areas this is going to be in is around a radical expression of racial reconciliation. The world all over the news, all over the world right now is a desire and a hunger to bring together people from tribe and tongue and cultures. And I feel like the the gospel is the hope of the world to bring reconciliation between people of different ethnicities and, and people groups and black and white and between and social justice between rich and poor. But there's this thing that God wants to birth in us this morning that the outworking of it were those things, but it comes from a zeal and a passion for transformation, for kingdom transformation. Jared Cooper, who um, is a kind of prophetic guy who uh, based up in Hull, he says this, a passion for transformation is going to begin to stir in you like a fire shut up in your bones. And I feel like what God wants to do with us this morning is kind of start some fires in our hearts. He's going to start to sort of um, start some fires. And maybe there's some fires that have gone a bit dull. Maybe the embers are burning a bit kind of dull. Or maybe there's some new things that he's just stirring in us. For Sarah and I, we, uh, many of you will know that we've just uh, moved house. Um, we're kind of in a new neighborhood and and ever since we've been here all I can say is it feels like God is stirring in us this fresh passion for our neighborhood this it's like we've been brought here for purpose and I and I guess all I can it, it doesn't look like anything right now other than trying to make friends with people that in itself is a big thing but actually what it looks like is in our heart I feel like God is spurting some fire in us for our neighborhood that we actually carry a desire for transformation in the community that God has placed us in it starts to look like there's a there's a kind of small fire that's starting to burn in our in our hearts and in our bones. We go, 
we don't want to keep this in. We want to we want to go into our neighborhood and say, what does it look like to be here and be intentional and bring the blessing of heaven into old Walcott where God has put us? For me personally as well, I, I feel like God is birthing a fire around young people and education and schools and say, what does it look like for the message of Jesus and the good news of Jesus and his and the hope that he brings to bring good news to an anxious and troubled young generation? And I just feel like that's what God is doing this morning. And he's going to burst some fires in us for kingdom transformation. That's going to look like different things for different ones of us. For most of us, it will look like being faithful where God has put you day in, day out, in your street, in your workplace, with your family, with your friends. And there's going to be a renewed confidence to speak out the message of Jesus. There's going to be a renewed passion to see the justice of Jesus come and bring hope and reconciliation into the town that we have been placed within there is in our hearts i believe as it were a burning fire shut up in our bones and we are weary of holding it in and we cannot and god this morning um i haven't got much more than this i just i'm going to land on this and we're going to pray together colin just help help lead us into this because i just feel like so stirred this morning about the fire that god wants to breathe in us and birth in us and for some of you you'll know exactly what you what i mean by that there's dreams there's passions there's things in your hearts for others you're going i don't know what this looks like but god i want to be one who is a bold proclaimer and have real expectation of kingdom breakout where i am that god's going to put fresh confidence in the good news of jesus christ what this world needs this broken confused hurting world needs is the good news of jesus christ and we have this good news. And there is nothing quite as powerful as when the people of God, with their lives and with their mouths, start to live out the gospel. That we start to speak it boldly and say, Jesus is the one who makes a difference in this situation and circumstance. But also we live it out day to day and bringing justice and hope and good news to those that we come into contact with. Um, so I just feel like... Um, what we want to do right now is just spend some time just ministering and praying and really seeking God that he would do something in us by the power of his Holy Spirit of birthing in us or putting in us a zeal for kingdom transformation. This is the moment that we're living in. What a great moment to be the people of God in this renewal moment of the church. There are moments in history where God renews the church and we are in one of those exciting moments. What an amazing moment to be the people of God, where he's birthing this fresh desire for transformation that he's saying the ways we've known things are not the ways forward. This is about the kingdom of God breaking out in the everyday, everywhere moment through a people who have a fire shut up in their bones where we are weary of holding it in and it starts to cascade out like a fountain or like a volcano that just erupts where we are and where we find ourselves. So can we just spend a bit of time uh, just praying? Colin, just help um, help me lead this, kind of lead through this, because I'm just feeling, just let, let's just allow God to do something with us in this moment. There's a fire for kingdom transformation that God is beginning to stir. Even this morning, the stories that we've been hearing, that God is starting to stir in us. Catherine, there's that fire stirring. There's others, there's fire stirring in our bones the bold proclamation of the gospel and lives that are lived out the gospel lived out on display bringing hope and justice and healing wherever we go so i just wonder if um if you're uh, just happy to just to just to maybe if you want to respond just to close your eyes 
and just to come before the Lord. Jesus, I want to thank you for what you're doing in your church in this moment, in your people. Lord, I want to just thank you, Lord, for this renewal and reset moment that we are living in. And Lord, I pray over us this morning. Holy Spirit, would you come and birth fire in our bones? for the good news of Jesus Christ to go to every corner of this town, to go to every corner of the nations of the world, to go into every part of society, into arts and business and schools, into our workplaces, into, into our streets, to our family members, to our friends. Lord, would you birth something in us today? Lord, I wanna pray, Lord, if there are, if there are people here this morning who feel like the embers of their heart, of, of, of there's a coldness or a, a going cold. Lord, I pray right now, would you breathe afresh? Just like when, when there's embers, you breathe upon fire to get it going. I want to pray, would you breathe upon the embers of our hearts, Lord? And it would begin to birth in us. Fresh fire for transformation of this town and of this place and the places that you have called us to be. Lord, start fires in our hearts this morning, Lord, that don't grow dim. Lord, let us not leave this morning kind of um, a bit stirred, but Lord, put something in us, Lord, like Jeremiah experienced, a fire shut up in his bones that he was weary of holding in, Lord. Lord, that you would start something in our hearts, Lord God, that causes us to want to say, this isn't a momentary thing, this is a this is something that you put there and it, it doesn't leave us. Lord, we cannot hold it in, Lord, in that way. I pray, Lord, in this moment, would you loosen our tongues to be those who, Lord, for me personally, Lord, you loosen my tongue to be someone who can boldly proclaim the hope of Jesus as we get opportunities to do so, Lord God. I pray that for each of us, Lord, that our tongues would be loosened in this day to be those who speak out the good news of Jesus, that we would be those who live out the good news of Jesus as well. Lord, with our lives and with our mouths. Holy Spirit, would you come into this moment and birth in us just a zeal and a passion for the transformation of this place, for the purposes of God. Lord, I want to thank you that it does not look the same for each one of us. Lord, and for most of us, it's going to look like being faithful where we are. And that's a good thing. And Lord, I pray, Lord, would you birth in us fresh fire. I pray for some of you in your workplaces that you would start to see it through the lens of uh, the kingdom as you go into the office or working at home tomorrow and you spend your day on teams. I want to pray, would you start to see your workplaces as a place where you get to um, enact the gospel and live out the gospel and declare the gospel in, in whatever way that looks like. And you get to model the gospel. I want to pray that you would see your workplaces as places of kingdom transformation, not just as places you that you go to earn money and go home, places of genuine uh, kingdom activity. 
and whatever that looks like. And that's that might look like what John described earlier of praying over his project and seeing God break out there. It might look like sharing the good news. It might look like loving a colleague who is in distress. It might look like making good work uh, that honours the gospel. I want to just pray in your workplaces today. Would you put a fresh fire for the workplaces in this town where 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 most of us go like nine to like nine to five Monday to Friday or whatever it looks like? But but Lord, there's that sense that we spend a lot of time in our workplaces now, birthing us a fire in our bones for those places, Lord God. Not places where we just go to get through the day and to earn money, but places, Lord, of the kingdom activity and of a zeal for transformation over those workplaces in the name of Jesus. Would you come, Holy Spirit? 